0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of but now we said it today we have one of the iconic friends of the housewives in history you know they really don't make friends of anymore like they used to do they the friend of is a position on Housewives that is, I arguably think it is a very important role. And I think the franchises need to lean into them more. In Jersey, they really had some great friends of the Housewives. My guest today is none other than Kim D. Hi, Kim. Hey. Hi Steve. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to talk some mess today.
1: Ooh. And I love talking mess, you know.
0: Oh, that. we know that.
1: And I talk the truth. <laughs> That's the difference between me and everybody else. When you hear it from me, you could take it to the bank. I,
0: I can't wait to hear it all. Let's get into it. Okay. So you joined in season two, correct? Yes. Correct. Before we get in, even into the show, I just want to know more about you because I feel like there's potential of You could have been a housewife on the show, I feel like. And, but, Mm -hmm. and when you're a housewife, Mm -hmm. we get to really learn more about you and the history. But the friends of, they're, you know, popping in and out. So I want to know more about you before we get into the show.
1: Well, thank you for asking. I will tell you that Andy Cohen was asked by Siggy and Dolores and a number of other cast members, including Jacqueline, why isn't Kim, you know, a housewife? And he said, because Kim's not a housewife. Oh, and he meant it. He didn't mean it in a bad way. He just says, I don't see Kim D as a housewife. He goes just she just doesn't fit that box mm-hmm. of a housewife. Now, remember, this was a long time ago, right? you know, so, but I took it as a compliment because I there's nothing wrong with that, with a housewife, but I, you know, I'm kind of like uh, an entrepreneur and, you know, I am I don't really, I didn't have a husband who, you know, kind of told me what to do or whatever the case at that time. Almost all their husbands were that way, especially on Jersey. And I I have enormous respect for him. And he has enormous respect for me. Mm -hmm. You know, if you watch his show, he brings me up all the time, even to this day. So again, it wasn't, you know, anything derogatory. He just didn't see it. And that's fine because I took the ball and ran with it. And I love doing the show. I'll tell you a little bit about me. First of all, you're going to know everything about me because I'm writing a tell-all book. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I got a book deal, publisher, ghostwriter. Uh-huh. And the name of the book is My Life with the Big Boys. Ooh. Because yes. of what I had said to do. I Joe roll Bert. with the big boys. <laughs> exactly. I play with all the right. big boys. I play with the big and, boys. And <laughs> um, you'll see that I wasn't exaggerating mm. from my childhood till now. Okay. So my childhood was spent when you watch Goodfellas and you see them put the table up at the front. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a six-year-old, eight-year-old, 10-year-old, and my table was pushed to the front. Oh, wow. Rub noses with Jimmy Durante. Uh, Diana Ross was told when she was with the Supremes, she says, I don't take pictures. And they said, well, you're going to take this picture. And I have everything. Yeah. I have all the pictures sitting right next to them. I have a picture of me and Diana Ross in the Supremes. Donny Osmond singing to me. Oh my gosh. That's See? so cool. That was my childhood. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more pictures. Tom Jones. A lot of pictures with Tom Jones. Paul Anka. Cher. Wow. Yeah. I got pictures with Cher. I have a long, I'll be writing a whole chapter on when I had met Cher and talked to, I used to talk to her pretty much every day on a regular basis through a friend. So that'll all be in the book. But anyway, so that was my childhood. I was in East Patterson, Elmwood Park, it's called now. And then I moved to Franklin Lakes mm-hmm. when I graduated high school. My mother got a house in Franklin Lakes, which as a matter of fact, my mom recently passed away. Everyone knows in September, I was very close with my mom and I'm selling her house in Franklin Lakes. She wanted me to move there, mm-hmm. but it's not my cup of tea. I like where I am, Yeah, you know, so I'll Sell the house. Then everyone doesn't know, but I was married twice. Okay. Then I got engaged.
0: Oh, no. I've definitely seen the wedding picture, the iconic wedding picture. Yes. So when you joined in season two, were you married
1: at that time? I was with someone for 13 years, but not married. Not married. Okay. It was the love of my life. He was my soulmate. Mm -hmm. And he died about. To going this November will be 10 years oh, ago. I'm so okay, sorry. I, I was with him for 13 years. Thank you. And he, you know, he wasn't crazy about the show. Mm-hmm. He didn't really want me to be on the show. So when I would do the show and he would watch back, he'd look at me like, when did you do that? <laughs> like I was cheating. On. Oh, <laughs> yes. You know? And I'd be like, uh, well, I was invited by Jacqueline's house <laughs> or I was doing this. I was Yeah. You know, so it was a point of contention. It was a point of contention. Teresa really liked Michael a lot. Mm -hmm. They all, Jacqueline loved him. He just was old fashioned Mm -hmm. and didn't like me being on camera or especially when Joe Gorga and I went at it. He was furious.
0: I'm sure.
1: And Joe Gorga gave me some apology on that reunion stage. It took about 20 minutes. They cut it down to about 10, but yeah, he was very apologetic about what he did. Now, you know what I was thinking with all this cancel culture? I don't think he would have got away with it now the way he spoke to me back then.
0: I can't even remember. I remember, I remember the scene. I can't remember what all was said and done, but I do
1: remember. Really bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's when you said I run with the, or play with the big boys, right? Play with the big boys. And
1: let me tell you something else. What they cut as he put his fist up to my face and Melissa grabbed his arm and pulled it down. And that's when you see me say, come on. Come on, bring it. Come on.
0: Oh, whoa.
1: Yeah. That's something they cut out. That's a behind the scenes. There's a lot more that I'm going to say in the book about what happened that night, what happened other nights while filming. They try to pit me against Joe a lot, almost to a violent. Situation that was season and, five, um, right? I guess. I yeah, guess, I don't even know. Just, know I don't remember. Because doesn't that was that the night of Penny's son, Cubana? That was when she when when the guy Angelo showed up and said she she used to dance for him. Oh, that was that night. Got it. Yes, 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 yes. yes.
0: Oh, so that was season yes. four. That was season four. Okay. Season
1: four. Yes. So anyway, so that so now I was married to my son's father. Mm-hmm. He was very involved. You know, he was one of the big boys. Mm-hmm. And to leave when you want to leave. It's no joke. Yeah. You know, so that will be in the book also trying to leave someone like that. You just don't. Right. You know, so that that's going to be it. So I went through that. And then my second husband was a sports agent. Uh Uh-huh. Great looking guy. He looked like Michael Douglas in his day. We had a great, we got married at Le Cirque. Oh, got married at Le Cirque. Yeah. Wait, like in New York? the original Le Cirque. The original Le Cirque. Where Aviva threw her leg? Well, I (laughs) I don't know if that's the original Le Cirque (laughs) because there was two others, but this was the original Le Cirque. Wow. And Cheerio, the owner, made us, gifted us the cake. Oh. Yeah. It was some interesting times. That didn't work out. (laughs) And then, um, you know, engaged and them Michael and Michael worked out for me for 13 years. And unfortunately I lost him, but yeah, like my life is, you know, when I was with Michael, it was private jets and, and helicopters and, you know, flying all over the country and Butler service. And he's the one who, instead of bringing me flowers, he would bring me dogs.
0: Oh puppies. my gosh.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we had strollers and we would bring the dogs everywhere like when we had we were on the private jet we would stroll the dogs on <laughs> we would stroll the dogs on the helicopters we had two strollers cuz we had so many dogs
0: oh my gosh that's hysterical
1: yeah yeah so you know i've lived a very you know fun interesting, sometimes dangerous Mm -hmm. life. It never came out. You know, I was really surprised that none of this ever came out because, you know, they dig into your life and they did try to dig into my life a little bit, but, you know, I'm pretty private. I guess it worked out for me because now I got a book deal.
0: Is there anything you can tell me as far as like, cause I don't, obviously I know you're writing in the book, but like you said, getting out of a relationship with one of the big boys, it's hard. You said, right. how does one get out?
1: My stepfather had to have a meeting okay, with the head um, guy and my husband and two of the other members of the family. Mm-hmm. And my husband basically said, you know, she's my wife. I'm going to kill her. <gasps> and my stepfather like turned gray. Like he was hysterical. And he's like, you know, the, then the, and the Don at the time said, if you kill her, we're going to kill you. And he goes, well, I don't care. I'm going to kill her. And, you know, it was a hairy moment. My stepfather came home and he said, he's out of control. We can't control him. And I was like, I, I stayed with my mother, with my son at her house. I left because I left the house. I mean, you don't, you don't fight them. You leave your own home, your clothes right. and you get out. And then, you know, he stalked me for a long time, chased me around. Like, if I was somewhere, like, they're like, oh, my God, don't come here because Frank's here with a gun. It was wild. And he went to jail, not because of that.
0: Right. Something else.
1: He was being watched and he wound up going to jail. And that's kind of what, you know, saved me a little bit because, you know, he really, I guess he wanted to do it. And then he would hold back and then he wanted, you know. So it was a touch and go, very hairy situation for a long time. And I'll get more into detail in the book as to how I survived it. And then he, you know, like I said, he went to jail when he came out, he he didn't do as much. And he wound up meeting someone and getting remarried, having two more kids and we actually became friendly, you know, friendly. Mm-hmm. And when he he got sick, when my son was eleven, with mm-hmm. pancreatic cancer, oh, and I was one of the first ones he called. And he's like, you know, I'm dying, and we both cried on the phone. So, you know, there was a lot of tumultuous times, but we kind of put things aside, right? And I survived it, which you know,
0: I was going to say, easy. I imagine that's not always the case. More often than no. not,
1: and right. most of them will stay because of it. Right. Because they're scared to death, you know, and I was, listen, I wasn't afraid. Of course, I was afraid when it was all going on. But when I first left, I'm just like, I'm leaving, you know, took my baby. I went to see my stuff. I goes, I'm leaving. He goes, what do you mean? You just got married. Your son's only eight years, eight months old. I'm leaving. Wow. You know, and and I dealt with the consequences. Yeah. So that's only a tidbit as to what took place and what my life was like. It was kind of picture when I was with my first husband, kind of picture Scarface and Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. That's, you know, kind of what it was. He would bring me places where I really didn't belong. He right. really had no fear. And I didn't have any fear, which is really weird because when I think about the things that he took me to that I didn't even know where I was going, I, you know, listen, I was only 22, right. he was 10 years older than me. So I just had no fear then. I, I still don't really have much fear now, but is I'm it even a lot of young it, age. The thrill of it too. I'm sure. Lifestyle. Yeah. 22 years old. You're sitting at regimes. You're drinking Dom Perignon. I had Gucci luggage back then in the 80s when not too many people were, you know, right. Rocking Gucci, you know. So and we had a beautiful apartment overlooking the city. I mean, it's just he was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But see, he was a fun boyfriend. Then mm-hmm. when you get married and you have a, ch- you a child pregnant on my honeymoon, we went to Europe. We We went for a month and a half. Oh, wow. And I tell my son all the time that you were, you're were not only Italian, you were made in Italy because I came <laughs> home pregnant. Yeah. I came home pregnant and then things changed. Right. And then things changed. You know, he wanted because... his, yeah, he wanted his playmate. You know? Right. You know, he had been married before and he mm. had children, two children. He didn't want that again. Like he wasn't right. looking to rush into that. Right. And, you know, I'm like, well, I'm having this baby. Right. You know, that's, you know what I'm saying? I'm ha- Right. You know. And, uh, whatever. And, but then you don't person that you loved before mm-hmm. is not what you want. Now, after you have a child, you want something different. Did no. you
0: know the consequences if you guys ever would get divorced or is that something you just didn't even think about? Because
1: I didn't think why about would you? it. Yeah. I didn't think about it because years ago, I flew off, I, I flew by the seat of my pants, you know? Mm-hmm. I just was a very free spirit. Mm-hmm. I did exactly what I wanted to do. I wasn't used to being told the word no, okay, right. ever since you to remember. Mm-hmm. When, I, when Diana Ross didn't say no, you know? So this right. is what I was used to. So I didn't expect it. And I really didn't think he was that obsessed, you know? I, right. I really didn't think so. And so, you know, when you're in it, you don't realize how crazy it can be. And you're young. And you're trying to take care of this baby. And it was just, you know, a crazy move. I didn't think about that, right. what he would do. How old's your son now? Believe it or not, he's 32 years old. Oh my gosh, Imagine he's a this. year younger than I, me. <laughs> I have a 32-year-old. Uh-huh. Oh my god. And um, he's still with me. Uh-huh. He got married for a little while, but he came back home. And he's a great kid. You know, I mean, mm. we have, it's, I, I don't need a husband. I have mm. one. You know, he's right. 32 years old. That's yeah. the way I look at it. You know, <laughs> he, um, he's, he's, supportive, but we fight like a husband and wife would fight. Right. Um, but deep down he has my back
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: uh, you know, he's got a little gangster in him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's got that swag. He's got the swag, but yes. all in all, he's, uh, he's a good guy. You know, he's got a nice good. girlfriend. He's a sweet girl. And I'm hap- I'm very happy that she's in his life and She's has a calming effect on him because he has a little bit of his father's, you know, temper. temper. So he needs that balance, which is mm-hmm. good.
0: I'm sure there was like a traumatic moment. Something happened with his car or something, right? Like yeah. that you guys all went through. How did you guys do with all of that? Well, I'm sure that was very challenging.
1: It was the scariest. It was 8 a.m. in the morning. My son wasn't living with me at the time. He had a beautiful mm-hmm. girlfriend. They had a place together. So right. I really didn't know his comings and going. He's a grown man, you know? Right. So what happened was it was 8 a.m. in the morning. I wake up about 7, 7.30 every every morning. I'm drinking my coffee and the doorbell rings. Mm-hmm. And it's about 10 FBI, police, sheriff's department. And there was about 10 of them. And wow. they're all because the car was in my name. Oh. And they didn't know where my son was. So- they bring the doorbell and they said, you know, Miss CPL, I said, yes, do you own an, a white Audi? I said, I do own it. It's my son's car. They go, we need to come in and speak with you. They told me what happened. And they were like, we can't identify the people in the car because they Torched. burnt the car. right?" So they didn't know if my son was in the car. So now I call the girl he lives with. And she said, he went with his friend to California on business and the friend was one of the ones that they realized later was in the car because oh. of the metal plate in his mouth. So they we're all thinking my son was in the car, but we weren't sure. So they tell me to get dressed. I call my, they said, you can call a friend. You have to come down to the station. I went to the station. I was there from 830. Finally, at about two, three o'clock in the afternoon, I had to go to the bathroom. I was so upset. They had to basically carry me. I left my phone charging on the captain's desk.
0: Mm-hmm. And when I
1: got back I'm like to my friend Kristen, I said, "Go check the phone. I just have this feeling." And she starts screaming. He called, he called, but I'm like, it might not be him.
0: Right, well, right. You know yeah. what I mean? We don't know
1: who has the phone.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: So we had found out from the kid's metal plate that it was the boy that he was supposed to go away with. So we're so now I pick up put the phone. Uh And I call him back and he just says, mom, it's Chris. And I don't want to be with, he says his girlfriend's name. And I want you to tell her from me. I'm with this other girl. So I'm like, he's all yours to the detective. Now I didn't know this, but the girlfriend that he lived with, they had her separated in another room with her mother. So she comes in and she said, is he with another girl? I said, yeah, yeah. So, but the trauma, the whole time I was sitting there saying, how am I going to tell my mother? Do you know what I mean? Like you just, everything's going through your mind. And then I was doing botched. So I had to get Mm. on, a. this happened on Friday and I had to get on a plane on Sunday. And when I was going to get on the plane, the head producer, I'm walking onto the plane, walking on with my friend, Kristen. Uh And my PR calls me and she goes, we have a problem. I said, "What?" She goes, "The head producer from Botched wants to talk to you." I'm like, "I'm getting on the plane." She goes, "Don't get on till you talk to her." So I'm like, "What's the matter?" She goes, "What did did you? What do you have anything to do with this car? Like, what did you have to do with this car?" And I said, "I was in the car once when he first got it." And my son is in California. He has nothing to do with it. I go, "Do you want me to knock on?" She goes, "Get on the plane." I almost lost the job. I almost lost the surgery. Everything. She says, "Get wow. on the plane." then when i went to botch to film the paparazzi was everywhere oh i'm sure. everywhere i went until finally tmz which i like tmz and i like i can't think of his name harvey whatever i think he's a nice man he was always nice to me and respectful and i said i'm gonna do one interview and i Mm. would hope that you leave me alone let me film they didn't really what i was doing and i did it and then they you know they were just they were daily news was knocking on my mother's door it was insane real quick we have to take a break
0: did you have to deal with a lot of stuff from that for a long period of time, I'm sure? A long
1: time. And then I did the, I did a fundraiser
0: mm-hmm. for
1: the, the, the girlfriends and mm-hmm. the children. And that's when Teresa came in and was saying, you said my husband cheated. So, did you see?
0: Oh, so the yeah. season eight fashion show. So I was charity. doing Botched.
1: I was okay. doing Botched and Housewives at the same time. Wow. And all this happened to me. And the first day of filming, they had one of their psychiatrist doctors come on and pull me downstairs. They said, are you okay to film? I said, I'm fine. You know, listen, I'm good. I'm good. I said, if we don't film, I would be upset. And they're like, okay. And then the producer comes out and goes, all right, you got to get naked. Just wear your bikini bottoms. You got to come down in a bathroom and put your hair up in a a shower cap. And when you walk downstairs, we're in this beautiful home. And the, they had floor to window windows. And it was like 10, 15 people in there filming. And I was naked with just my bikini <laughs> bottom on because it was about my breasts.
0: I remember. See, I saw the episode. Right? I remember and it. And I'm yeah. like, you
1: got to be kidding me. First, first, <laughs> first minute of day. Filming, I'm like, I'm naked. You don't want to lube, lube this up a little bit. Like give us an Imagine icebreaker his... or something. <laughs> yeah. First day, get naked. Okay. And then take your <laughs> robe off. All right. And we're going to do what? a spray tan. Sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. That had to be a much different experience than filming Housewives, I would say.
1: Much different. But I have to tell you, they were lovely to me. Both mm-hmm. doctors, especially Dr. Dubrow, who did the surgery, was mm-hmm. lovely. Really wonderful. And when I had the surgery, usually you see the patient go to his office the next day. He did right. not do that. He put me in a beautiful suite
0: and oh. he came
1: to me. He came to me. How yeah. about that? Okay, yeah, Dr. It was, Dubrow. Yeah, he was wonderful. And I was the premiere that, that year, you know, so it was very Mm -hmm. special for me because I got to talk more about me and like separated me from Mm -hmm. that show, you know? So yeah, Yeah. it was a wonderful experience. They were wonderful doctors.
0: Let's get to the namesake, Real Housewives of New Jersey. So you came on in season two and I've posted recently, I don't know if you saw it, but I miss the Kims. When y'all came on in season two, it was so funny, like having you two around. First of all, a lot of people didn't realize that you and Kim G were related. Yes. Through marriage. Marriage. I introduced
1: her. I introduced Kim. She was my assistant manager in a store that I had worked when I was younger. And I introduced her to my stepbrother. And they wound up getting married.
0: Do you still stay in touch with Kim G at all? Because I Kim can't G- really Kim G got mad at around. Me.
1: Kim G got mad at me. I didn't do anything to her. I really didn't. She got mad at everyone on the show. And no one ever sees her anymore. No I know.
0: one. Her Twitter's active, but I, like, haven't seen her, like, on, like, she yeah. doesn't have an Instagram, I don't think. But, yeah, I...
1: No one I've, sees her.
0: Wow. How were you approached to be on the show?
1: I was at my store, the original Posh in Wayne, mm-hmm. New Jersey. Danielle lived in Wayne. Jacqueline lived in Franklin Lakes, which is bordering Wayne. Right. So I was sitting in my store one day and, and my store was beautiful. It was like a diamond in a rough. My, my boyfriend had um, helped me. May, he was, hired an architect and it was very tiny. It was only 500 square feet. So it was all black, all mirrors, big black chandelier. And I had really nice designer names. So Danielle walks in and she's like, oh my God, this door is fabulous. And we start talking and she goes, you know, I'm on this show and they're mm-hmm. so mean to me. And they act like they're crazy. And the scene from Lunello's where she flipped that the, the, had just happened. And she says, I'm a nervous oh, wow. wreck, but she was still friends with Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. So Jacqueline was at the cleaners at right in my little complex. Cause I was in a, and then Jacqueline came in and I just became friends with them.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: season two. So, oh, and then it was only six episodes. Super. It was only six episodes for the first oh. season. So my boyfriend buys a table of 10, It cost him $10,000. It was a thousand a plate for Caroline Manzo's backyards. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. we go now, no one's talking to Danielle. So when the producer saw me, I'm like, hi, Carlos. Cause I went with Danielle to when they do the opening Thing, yes. 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 she was afraid to go by herself, so she goes, "Will you come with me?" And I'm like, "Yes." So the producer remembered me. His name was Carlos okay. King. He was the best I producer. I love Carlos, love Carlos King. King. He is royalty in this house. Royalty, yes. royalty. Mm-hmm. That's when New Jersey Housewives was number one when he was on the show. So good. So he took a liking to me right away. And that night, he's like, "Would you mind if we film you?" Because you're the only person that talks to Danielle. And I said, I don't mind. And my Michael was there. And my Michael Mm -hmm. was the one saying, she's a pig. She's a pig. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, I remember that. that was him.
0: Michael, the love of your life, right? Yes. 13 years.
1: 13 years.
0: Michael. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Just wanted to make sure I had it placed right. We
1: were with all our friends. And then all of a sudden, like Jacqueline and Chris first sat down. And Mm -hmm. then Dina sits down. And then all of a sudden, out of the clear blue... Teresa, who I had never met, comes full-blown pregnant with Joe, and they're all sitting at my table. But it, they uh-huh. made it look like I went to sit uh, you at You came over table.
0: there. And Got then
1: it. whatever happened that night happened, and I'm watching the show, and I see this the first episode, and Dina Manzo goes, Kim D is two-faced. Oh, my God. You should have seen what took place on my social media and my store That's all I kept hearing. And it wasn't true because I didn't talk smack about Danielle. They were asking me what happened, blah, blah, blah. And it was just for the show. So I'm like, oh, is this the way they play this? I can play this game and I'm better at it. And that's when the whole thing turned. And I was just like, you want to bring it? I'm going to dish it right back. Because, you you know, it's like, like you're sitting there watching. You're like, what? I didn't go sit at their table. They came right. to mind, this was a whole setup, and they told Dina to say that. Me and Dina are fine now, but they right. told her to say that in her confessional, but you're just so shocked. And of course, you know, then of that course. goes away and then the next thing happens, but yeah. So he, wow. my boyfriend was not happy.
0: I guess moving forward, like you said, did you have to kind of like sneak the filming piece because he didn't want you to do it? Or Almost all the was time. it just a, really? Almost all oh the my time. Gosh.
1: But you know, he it, didn't ask me what was going on at the store. He was working, right. you know, so he didn't say because they would come to the store and film. I would go out. You with the paid go- that season then? No, they paid me for the fashion shows and things like that. I didn't get paid. See, what they came to me when they would do the storylines, they would say, "We mm-hmm. want you on," and they'd be like, right. "We'll promote your store, we'll promote right. you." And at the time, because of Michael, why am I going to push a contract? I couldn't fulfill that anyway. Right, I was right, with right. Michael full blown. You know, we most of the right. time were flying all over the country. I was away a lot. So that worked for me. I really right, didn't right. need the money, Stephen. And right. I just really liked the fact that my show was on international team. Posh was yeah. an international name. I okay. got paid after I said I play with the big boys. Mm-hmm. I got my big contract. And I was signed that year. So in
0: season two, your iconic posh fashion show at this gorgeous country club that you planned it all and you were so excited, I'm sure. And then all hell broke. Chaos.
1: Yep. My mother and my stepfather belonged to the country club. When I sold, that was my first fashion show ever. Mm -hmm. When I sold the tickets, a lot of the members bought tickets thinking they were coming to a wonderful fashion show. When I get to the North Jersey, I had done the seating like a wedding. Like I had all people who bought a table. Okay. So -hmm. when I get in, I see all these people standing around, not knowing where to sit. Carlos King came in and changed all the seating because he wants us facing each other. Uh So I'm like, wait Thank a minute. You Carlos. That's Carlos. Thank you Carlos. He was excellent. <laughs> he was excellent. And Danielle walks in, sees that I'm with Teresa and Jacqueline, and she is fuming. Okay. Yeah. So it's, she started out with the attitude. I never thought that it would go to the extent that it went to. But so now at one point, you see me look down and I go, like, oh, where's Teresa? And Jacqueline, like, I don't know. Where's Teresa? And we get up, and this is when they've already started screaming and yelling. And now I see them flying through the North Jersey Country Club. And there's a tray, one of those big trays that they were clearing up the dishes. The whole tray goes up. The dishes all break. My mother is in shock. Her friends, the Country Club people are like, they couldn't believe it. They just couldn't believe what was going on.
0: There's this one lady that they capture on film where she just turns around and just goes, this is bullshit on it. That's my I don't very know.
1: good friend, Lynn. My very good friend, Lynn. <laughs> and I keep sending her that because all the shows put her That's on. So it was funny. hysterical. She's still one of my dearest friends. I'm sure you were invited back next year, right? Oh God, they couldn't wait. <laughs> they couldn't wait. They were like, oh my God. And then they were filming, filming at Posh all the time. And the girls all really shopped with me. Caroline mm-hmm. shopped with me. Jacqueline shopped with me, Danielle, Teresa, they all really shopped. So this wasn't mm-hmm. when I was on the show, it was real. They asked me to do certain things that I wouldn't do. And so it was tough because when I was under contract, they'd be like, but you have to do it. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not.
0: Can you give us an example of something you wouldn't do that they wanted you to?
1: Well, the first night of that, I got my contract. We went to Capitol mm-hmm. and Teresa was getting that big award when she was on The Apprentice and she was getting the award mm-hmm. for the charity. And um, cure, Perez think. Hilton had said that mm-hmm. Joe was cheating. Joe Judice was cheating on Teresa. So they tapped me on the shoulder. Now I was sitting with all couples and Teresa mm-hmm. and Joe at the table. They tapped me on the shoulder. They like, oh, go, you know, bring up, I want you to bring up that, what Perez Hilton is saying about Joe. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm sitting, I'm sitting with Joe and Teresa. She's getting a beautiful award. It's my right. folks They up." They go figure it out. So here I am trying to text Teresa under the table and she's like this. And I'm trying to say to her, Teresa, I have to do something. I will do it in the back. She doesn't look at her phone. I said, come on, girls. I'm the only, you know, one without a guy. Let's get up. Let's go have a drink at the bar. And they're all looking at me like, what's your, come on, come on. And I'm trying to look at Teresa, like go with this. Right. Uh huh. So I said, Teresa, everything okay with you and Joe? You look all lovey dovey and fine. She goes, yeah, why? I go, because, you know, Perez Hilton is saying you're getting divorced and all that kind of stuff. So I did it that way. They were not happy. I did it.
0: Yes. That's not what they wanted. You fulfilled your obligation, but that's not what they wanted. Yeah.
1: And that's a drop in the bucket. Wow. They don't care about their stars. They don't care. They'll bring you down. They're going to bring you down. You sign up for that show. You're going to get what's coming to you. It's the bottom line.
0: I found it a little comical that Danielle thought that we truly would think that Ashley pulled out that chunk of hair. Yeah. What were your thoughts when you saw all of that?
1: Well, you know, I felt, I really felt bad for Ashley. Cause if you see, she comes over to yeah. the table and I said, it's okay. You were protecting your mom. You were defending right. the word in the country club was that Jacqueline and Danielle, that Danielle got like kind of rough with Jacqueline. Ashley just thought that she was sticking up for her mom. And please, you know, I'm sure she went up behind her and yanked her here, but it wasn't like the Margaret yank. Now that was a right. yank. When Danielle right. yanked, she almost broke her frigging neck. You know, Danielle takes everything too. she's just, oh, she's only a kid. Have you been in
0: touch with her at no? all? No.
1: You know, listen, no. when I saw her at my fashion show, the next time I'm like, what are you doing here? You know, last time right. I saw you at a past fashion show, this lunatic Teresa was running after you. <laughs> <laughs> you had your Rinaldo boots broken. You got your hair ripped out and you came back for more. Kim G was
0: very much with
1: Danielle a lot that season. I was asked. You
0: bounced between the two. Yeah. Did y'all ever compare notes? You, <laughs> you know, and Kim G?
1: Kim G, Danielle wanted to film with me. And I mm-hmm. said, that can't happen. I said, Michael will really flip out. I can't do that. So she goes, well, you okay. introduce me to your sister-in-law. Because she knew Kim had money. Mm-hmm. She knew she had the big house. And right. All that. So I introduced them. And that's how Kim G got on the show. Because Danielle needed got someone it. to film with.
0: But like, so did you and Kim G, though, like off camera, like Oh, we were like, oh my compare-
1: God. We were like, yes, and we like- we were listen, me and Kim always had a lot of fun together. You saw them we were both sipping out of the same. Mart- that's
0: that's the book I the yeah. picture I posted. You know, I love that. It's picture. great. It became
1: a meme, <laughs> yeah. you know. So we yes. had a lot of fun. It's just that Kim took everything way too seriously, whereas mm. I brushed everything off. You could say whatever right, you want. Right, you right. could do whatever you want. Nothing bothers me. I could care less. I really, right. to this day, I'm the same way. Listen, when this mm-hmm. book comes out, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that I'm saying about myself that, you know, I might not be so proud of. Like I was teasing one of my friends and I'm like, cause I, you know, I really, since Michael, I, I really don't date. I really haven't, you know, I just don't, it's my choice. And, um, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh gosh. And, and I wouldn't say this was true. And I say, like, is a bit of a slut but like i say it teasingly you know (laughs) i say it because it's not true so you could say it when it's not true i enjoyed myself as a young woman you know i i had a really good time and and that's why like people like oh geez you know i did the vivica fox show uh face the truth Uh and they were like gee don't you think that you should get and then get a man and then the the audience was like no she's not ready you know, it's not the biggest deal for me. Would it be nice now? I think maybe I'm getting there, you know, but mm-hmm. I did my thing and I enjoyed myself. Yeah. And I still enjoy myself and I enjoyed the show. I never yes. felt like if they came at me or if me and Teresa fought, like when she wanted to come in my fashion, she was like, well, we all want to talk to you. I sat down. I'm like, come on, I'll take you all. Like, <laughs> what are going to do? But when I stood up, Teresa had a glass. And in the glass, she had a drink. Mm. It was cranberry and vodka, right. whatever that. And she kept going for the glass. And I'm like, this girl wants mm. to throw this drink at me. It's not going to happen. That's when you see, right. I called them all dirty bitches. I was mm-hmm. like, you're not doing this. And I flipped the chair and I left. And they Bravo, tried to block the door, the security, so I couldn't get out. But they want to see the fight, you know. And I'm like, I'm Ooh, not going to. Of course. No one's going to throw a drink at me. It's just not going to happen. You right. know, so I, I- Well,
0: not at your own event either. <laughs> you know, I
1: left. Trust me, I would have stood there and fought with her for another half hour. I just knew that it was going to get violent. She can't control herself.
0: You're very good at stirring the pot. Yes. That's what
1: you were there to I do. I got the Supporting Agitator. A- I got the first award.
0: There you go. Is there anything that you regret or maybe, you, not even regret, but, or just think like, eh, maybe I shouldn't have done that.
1: No. <laughs> I always told the truth. There was nothing that- There you go. And you know, you got to remember, I was- Very close to Teresa. We were very close. Mm -hmm. The girl called me, and I'm not lying, 17 times a day. She admitted that to Siggy when Siggy was on the show. She just turns on people. You know, she just, I don't want to be mean about Teresa, but she doesn't, to me, she doesn't have a soul. And that's why she doesn't have any close friends. None of these people are her close friends. Okay? And I was warned by the cast. I was warned by Melissa. I was warned by Kathy. I was warned by Jacqueline that she's not who you really think she is and she doesn't appreciate the friendship that you have and now you have her back. So my only regret is that I trusted her too much and I might have not protected my other friends as much as I should have to protect her.
0: I'm curious your thoughts on this with Teresa. So I feel like one of the biggest misunderstandings between housewives And I feel like, especially on Jersey, because I think the word loyalty is used a lot. The biggest disagreement when it comes to loyalty is what the definition of loyalty is to the people. Because, like, you can be loyal to somebody and be their lapdog, but you could also be loyal to someone and call them out on something that they've done because you are being a good friend. Yeah, you you have to have integrity. You have to have integrity and self dignity
1: and respect. Teresa. And I feel like Teresa doesn't, she
0: wants like someone, if she's wrong, you ride by her and don't correct But she can do whatever all. she
1: wants and say whatever it, she wants. Right. And you have to be loyal to her, but she doesn't have to be loyal to you. That's the whole bottom line of it. And I had got tired yeah. of it. And I knew deep down, they were telling me the truth. I didn't need Teresa for anything. And she knew that I helped Teresa. And I would lend her my Dolce & Gabon dress. And when she was doing Andy in and my shoes and You know, I would go to her house and me and my girlfriend would help clean her closet. We would do like the, the Sarah Jessica Parker thing, keep discard, you know, like I did that. I didn't have to do that for anyone. I was living in the lap of luxury. I had everything. I chose to give my time to her. I would sit and do homework with her kids. I was very close with you. Like I didn't need to do this. I did it out of the kindness of my heart and she doesn't see that and she doesn't appreciate it.
0: Is there any time? during your time on the show that any of your castmates wanted you to put something out, like to get, get out there. Jacqueline
1: wanted me to tell the truth about the fact that Teresa knew and that Teresa had said that Melissa was a stripper. So they really wanted me to be honest on that reunion. And I still had Teresa's Mm -hmm. back. I just said, listen, everyone knew that something was going down. Right. And I did say, I never went to Teresa and said, Teresa, we're going to say that your sister-in-law was a stripper. Like, I never came right out because right. you know why? It was to protect my show. It was so she wouldn't right. open, none of them would open up their mouth. You know, I didn't trust them. So she didn't know mm-hmm. at that moment that Angela was going to come and say that in her defense. So when I.
0: She, oh, so she truly did not know Angela was going to no. come in. While y'all were getting no, your makeup she really or did not. hair done or something. You know, listen, okay. I'm,
1: I speak the truth. There's a lot of things that Teresa knew and a lot of things Teresa said, but she's not guilty of that.
0: What things did she say and do that she is guilty of? Well, <laughs> she
1: did tell people that Melissa, before Melissa was on the show, that Melissa was a dancer mm. and she did say mm that she had heard that Melissa had cheated with Bulldog. There was a sweatshirt in my Mm. store in Posh and it had a Bulldog in the back. And that's how the whole thing came up. And Jacqueline and Caroline were there. So she didn't see it with her own eyes. Don't get me wrong. But she had heard the same story we had all heard that came from Melissa's very good friend, who had really no skin in the game. She really wasn't looking to hurt anyone. I pulled her on the show.
0: So that season, Penny was yes. on the show. That season, I feel like maybe you can clear some of this up with that season. So Penny at the beginning was saying one thing, and then by the end, she flipped. Yeah, because be- what was because the truth? there's no
1: loyalty. So first right.
0: what was do you know which one was the truth? At the end it was the truth. So if you guys remember. Season five, Penny, she had the really long ponytail. I think she part, was she partnered with Teresa for the Melania hair care? No. Or was that just just she was hosting? Okay. Okay. If y'all don't remember, Penny was on the show and she talked about Melissa having an affair, I guess. Well, she talked about her
1: meeting up with her boyfriend, the old boyfriend in the parking lot at Sushi Lounge.
0: And then later when the Gorgas addressed her, she wouldn't answer who told her this or all of that. And then later come to find it was Teresa that had said that. And Teresa was saying that, you know, she didn't know Penny. She doesn't know them. And they um, later met for drinks and stuff. And I guess they showed text messages and all of that. Which I didn't know was going on.
1: I have to tell you, I had no idea this was going on. I was just as much as in shock. The whole season, you know, she was trying
0: to say, like, she had no part in it, and then at the very end, you didn't even get, like, an actual apology from Teresa on there. It was just, like, I think Joe even said it, like, she did it in her own way. Yeah. They made a pact. Sort of saying. The Gorgas and the Judices,
1: not really Joe, but Teresa after that made a pact that they were going to not fight because it was embarrassing to the family. You know? So you know what that meant? That mm. meant Kim D's out. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas mm. all you have to do as my friend is come to me and say, Kim, I don't want to fight with my family anymore. And I would say, okay, who do you want to fight with? That's all you have to do. You know, woman <laughs> a woman, don't go backdooring me. Right. Don't go talking shit and backdooring right. me. Right. I was your good friend, like a good friend. And instead of coming to right. me, and being honest, she backdoored me. And I found out through the producers. They talk shit. They all talk shit. And they all told me. Yep. And I was really disappointed in her and in what she did. Real quick, we have to take a break.
0: Season five also saw another house, or I think was potentially going to be a housewife, but was then... A friend, Jennifer Ugh. Dalton. And you guys had a little bit of a, a, a tip. I
1: couldn't stand her from day one. What happened there? First of all, it's a fake friend. What? Another fake friend brought in. Oh, fake really? friend. She annoyed me. And then when she had the fashion show, after I had mine, she had hers and walking around, whatever, and she was snarky. And then I was snarky back. And I pushed her. Yeah, oh. I pushed her. Uh-oh. And she like almost fell. And then she went to pick up like this glass thing that she cause she's ghetto. So she was going to pick up this glass thing to like throw it at me, whatever. And my friend Emma was there filming with me. And my friend Emma is like, no Mm -hmm. nonsense. She took her hand. She goes, oh no. Oh no. And then, so we're going at it. And I walk out and everybody starts clapping for me as I'm walking down the stairs. They couldn't stand her the whole place was clapping for me. Like, we love you, Kim D. We love you. Oh, so wow. I go out in the front and all the producers run out. They go, you got to go back in. I said, I'm not going back in. I go, listen, this is ridiculous. I said, you're always looking for, for me to be like physical. And you know what? I I really can get physical. And I don't want to, cause I pushed her. I, you know, I, I, I get right. a temper. I went back in right? and then we watched the, you know, we watched the fashion show and whatever happened after that. But um, yeah, I gave her a shove and she went down and she was furious. Why didn't she end up, like, she was there kind of like sporadically. Because they didn't like her on camera. It was a big mistake. They didn't like her.
0: Got it. So they very rarely showed her.
1: You know, that's what happens. They bring people on. If it doesn't work, then you very rarely see them. Is there anybody that's
0: been, like, that we would know as viewers on the show, like, if that we may recognize that, was in the running to be on the show, but never actually got, like, the housewife Well, title, Dolores like, Dolores we was then... in the
1: background for a long time, and then they pulled her on. Yes. She was with oh, Caroline. Yes. You know, she was friends with Jacqueline and Carolyn. And this girl, Tracy, that's coming on. Yes, yes, she's been, they keep trying to bring her on. They said at first she was very quiet, and she really wasn't bringing it. Right. So now they're going to try it again this season. We'll see where it goes. They're all, even though I heard Margaret and Teresa go at it, Margaret wouldn't have done that in the beginning she's been on for a while and she's pretty you know uh stable now but everyone's afraid because everyone who goes against Teresa gets fired and they hire new people when you fight with Teresa, then you're done mm. which is not cool that's not what you shouldn't that's you yeah. she should not be if you wanted Teresa juda so that's what you should have not new jersey housewives
0: if you were full-time what would your tagline be
1: well we definitely have to do something with i play with the big boys you know you know, you may okay. you may think you're see. a tough housewife, but I play with the big boys. You know, Yeah. something like that. Yes,
0: something about like I don't mess with these little girls. I play, with the, I with, the, play with the big boys. That's a good one. Yes, Ooh, something like yes. that. Yeah. Would you go back to the show if offered?
1: sure? Absolutely, especially now really? that I'm writing the book. Are you kidding me? It would be a perfect way to you know segue into selling my book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always open. I'm always open. They want to film a fashion show mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah.
0: If you could have your own show would you want it? Well, I did have
1: um, a show uh, you know, and then COVID hit. It was on an app. You had to watch Mm. the app to see the show. They filmed a posh fashion show. The new me with Kim D. I would do makeovers. And then I had this, yeah, I had another makeover. She was like, our Instagram was moms that model. And I had her come and I, Uh I made her all up and I made her model. And then right after that COVID hit. So we stopped filming. COVID. yeah so i would like a show like that i would love to do makeovers and have the drama of the posh fashion show i would love that do you still have posh i store closed and posh, all of that or no? uh, d- due to COVID. Closed because of covid i have my website mm-hmm. www.poshbykimd.com uh-huh. and i do three fashion shows a year i still have the posh fashion show yeah wow. sell out everyone when's,
0: the next, one? when's the next one march the next one march ninth. yes do you still stir the pot?
1: I do. I have my moments. <laughs> I have my moments. Listen, I speak the truth. I'm Italian. I'm Sicilian. I speak the truth. I have very little fear. Is there any last things or any sort of tea or any
0: insight of anything that you think viewers would love to hear about that maybe either didn't make air or it aired, something aired, but it didn't actually happen sort of the way that we think or any other? The last one minute funny story on that?
1: was after Joe and I had gone at it. And then there was the story um, mm. that I, I then I got my, you know, I was on. And the story came out about his wife, Melissa, cheating. So now I'm driving to mm. Portobello restaurant. I have my mother in the car and I have my assistant in the car. And the speakerphone comes on and it's one of the producers. And I'm supposed to go to Portobello and film. And he goes to me, don't worry. There's going to be a lot of security there. And I'm like, for what? Well, Joe Gorg is there. Well, Melissa, you never know what's going to happen. I go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute are you telling me you think that this is going to get physical? And he's said, like, well, you never know. You know, Joe is. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, okay, whatever. They're downstairs and I'm upstairs. There's two floors. I have my vodka. I'm drinking my Grey Goose and my cranberry and orange. I walk downstairs. Unbeknownst to me, Jacqueline and Chris are sitting there with with Kathy and Richie, who always had a lot of respect for me. Jacqueline basically said to Joe, this ain't happening Like, you're not going to attack him. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, like, this is right not going to happen. Well, I sit down and me and Melissa are teasing each other a little bit and they start making out like nothing's going to go on between us. We're good. And I'm laughing. We make up and we're drinking and having a great time. The producers are so mad. They're so mad. (laughs) They filmed a little, shut down the cameras and we wound up partying. And that's the night that they told me, Kathy and Melissa told me and my mother and my assistant that Teresa's doing a lot of talking behind the scenes. She wants to try to make up with everyone because no one was talking to her. And that night I had had a couple of drinks. So I went home and I called Teresa. I said, are you kidding me? You're talking behind my back when I have your back. That's not true. That's not true. But it all was true. So the producers were ticked off because here they are. They have all security. Think we're going to go to blow's. And we wind up having the time of our life and we all made up. That's That's a good good story. I love that.
0: Well, we'll go ahead and get into some fan questions and then I'll let you go. For Bravo enthusiasts, best and worst moments from the posh fashion show?
1: Oh, I loved when all the girls walked when I was at the Brownstone and I oversold over a 100 something. Yeah. That was my favorite. Melissa walked, Teresa. It was, was great. I loved that night. It was really fabulous. I think the worst moment is when me and Joe, I mean, it was my best moment, but the things that he said and did were really disgusting. And when I saw that Mm -hmm. back, how he continued on after that was Mm -hmm. ruthless and brutal. And that's just not, I've never been spoke to by anyone like that, you know? So I guess Mm -hmm. that would be my worst, you know, when he went on the fight between me and him was signed but it's when he went mm-hmm. on and on and on. Yeah, you know, Stop that going. would be the
0: worst. Katie Bennett, please ask her if she ever runs into the once lesbian powerhouse vocalist, Danielle.
1: <laughs> I haven't. Well, the last time I saw Danielle was at my that other fashion show. No, I don't. I got no hard feelings for Danielle and I never really did it. Like she goes, she asked me the night of the other, fact, did you set me up that night? Like, I didn't set you up, Danielle. I didn't even know what was going to happen. It was my fashion show. You know, I didn't right. set her up. It was so ridiculous. I did never set Danielle up.
0: Mackenzie Smith. What does Posh actually
1: stand Well, the for? original word Posh came because I wanted to name it P-O-S-H because I was crazy about Posh mm-hmm. Beckham. She was my fashion icon. Yes. So we sat down on yes. my garage floor because I was like selling clothes from the house for a little while in between places. And we kept punching in P-O-S-H. It was taken. P O S C. Everything was taken until we put the a- P O S C H E, and that's how I got it. Arifka
0: Jick wants to know if Teresa decided to make amends with you. Well, what would d- you that's say? not going to
1: happen because, you know, I recently had my opinion on her fiance. She doesn't like that. That's too bad because I'm entitled to my opinion. Okay. Mm, yes. So you're going to see a lot of that come out. Yeah, you're gonna see a lot I've of that coming. A so. lot of I don't the know stuff. Why this won't stay? In my yeah. Mind. If I ever put right. Teresa out and she wanted to be reasonable with me, of course I'd be reasonable with her. But that's not gonna happen. I think at this point, she really don't like me a lot.
0: Oh, Joanna 1088 says, has she ever been approached to do a posh show like Vanderpump Rules? I would love to do you that. How no. like? It, obviously, it's different. I would love but to do like, it. Let's yeah. put it out
1: into the universe. Kinda, it is. That's it actually is. a good idea. I like that.
0: CM Rodrigo wants to know, what does she know about Caroline and Dina falling out?
1: The Caroline and Dina falling out was from the reunion where Caroline starts crying and says to Danielle, you Mm -hmm. did, you did, you did. Dina had asked Caroline not to bring that up about what Danielle did to Dina because it had to do with her daughter, Dina's daughter. And the producers told Caroline to bring it up. And she did. That's the rift. Uh, that's the rift.
0: I'm trying to
1: figure out what because that when, would have you know, been about, though. Danielle, Danielle did to her daughter. Pulled up Dina's ex husband, and Dina's ex husband did not sign the agreement that her daughter could be on the show. So Danielle, right? So Danielle uh-huh. told um, the f- husband that that Dina just let her do it and signed the agreement. I guess maybe signed his name. I don't know. And you're not allowed to do that. So. Right. Danielle was in cahoots with the ex-husband and Caroline, like, who does that? You're like, who would try to get
0: someone's daughter away from
1: them or try to career? Yeah, so that was was it.
0: What are your thoughts on the recent stuff that went on? Do you know any information on Well, Caroline wrote a
1: letter for her brother-in-law stating that he's a great guy and this and that when he's being accused of going after dina's new husband and being the one that set him up when dina got hurt that time and and, you know so dina's like Mm -hmm. how do you go against your sister basically you should have stayed out of it but caroline went to bat for him
0: real housewives intros wants to know was she ever approached to be an official cast member with confessionals and solo filming and all of that nope Court 326 wants to know how much of what you said on the show is true versus you just wanting to stir the pot. I think you did kind of answer that I don't lie. You said everything's true, right? I know.
1: I don't lie. There's no repercussion. I tell the truth. There's no repercussion. That's true. I have too much self-respect and integrity. I might stir the pot, but when I'm stirring it, it's all true.
0: Do you watch any other Housewives franchises? I used to
1: watch New York when Bethany was on. I love Bethany. Other than that, I really don't watch. This season- I'm going to watch because I'm going to do a little show mm-hmm. with David Yontif. And uh, we're going to do a little show together. Okay. We're going to do it the day after. We're going to watch the show and we're going to do our opinions the day after. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <gasps> oh, it's to... gotcha. I thought you meant no. like
0: during filming. Yeah, I was no, like, no, no. no. We're going to do like a little for? show I was, talking okay. about what
1: we thought of the episode. But honestly, I'm going to be honest yeah. with you guys. I don't believe it's all real at this point. So I, I just, you know... I know certain things that I I, I wouldn't reveal because I'm not going to talk against Bravo. I'm not going to talk against Housewives. But I right. know a lot more than I can say. And like when it's fake, why well, watch it? I do think some of it's real. I know what's real, right, what's right, not. Right. And this season is right. going to be funny because, you know, Rulahas, as I call him, he doesn't realize there's going to be some crazy stuff. And, you know, he thinks he's all that. I'm, he's going to find out they don't I'm, care.
0: So is there anything you want to promote your books coming anything else? Tell people where okay. they can find what you. what I always that.
1: ask when I do a podcast, I do a lot of cameos. I'm on cameo and I love doing them. I really mm. love doing them. Okay. I, I I get five star reviews all the time because I really take my time. I never really cared about my Instagram and I never really worked on it. I would like to build my Instagram, Kim D posh at Kim D posh. Um, you spell posh P O S C H E. I handle all my own social media. So if you want to DM me and ask me a question, um, I would really like, I'm, I'm looking to get followers. I'm going to be honest. I really would like to venture out more because I'm writing this book. I would like people, you right. know, when the time comes, probably won't be ready for like another year and a half. I would like to help like promote it with mm-hmm. on my Instagram, be able to sell the book on my Instagram. And I made a promise to myself to stop being, you know, I'm not the type of girl who go get my hair and makeup on and put all different outfits and promote my store or my, you know, my business. But I promised myself right. this year to build my Instagram that I'll start doing more outfits of the day, more because people like my fashion. And so I'm going to build it up, guys. Yeah, and I want you to help me build it up. So if anybody out there likes me and you, that's really all I ask, go on my Instagram, make me a friend, request me, whatever, follow me. That's what I want.
0: There you go. Yes. At Kim yes. D. Posh. If you want
1: to buy something, it's my Posh by Kim D website, all you right. know, but I don't, I don't solicit that. It's more my Instagram right now.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. I had a blast. It was great to learn so much more about you. And of course, you know, there you go. stirring Listen the pot to the dogs. a little bit. They,
1: they were really good. They were really good they're for going. a while. Now they're losing their shit. Listen. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Steve. It, it was a pleasure.
0: <laughs> Be sure to check out other podcasts from The Dip including Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, Pop Chaser, TV, Watch, Repeat, and the Slut Pig Podcast with Christian Grey Snow. And don't forget to visit thedip.com where you can get commentary and analysis from writers, editors, and fans who are just as passionate about pop culture as you are. That's thedip with two p's.com and follow them on Instagram at thedip. You can also follow me at Faces by Bravo where we can keep in touch until next time. And as always, but now we said it.